For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? Man, right at the wire, the 49ers come in and they get a trade done. It was starting to look like it wasn't going to take place, but they come out swinging. And this is absolutely huge. So if you have not seen yet, the 49ers have officially traded or agreed to trade. It hasn't finalized yet. Um... But from Matt Mayoka, several different sources, I'll read it as they come through. Source confirms the 49ers have reached an agreement to acquire defensive end Chase Young in a trade from the commanders. He must pass a physical for the deal to be finalized. This is incredible. You know, my number one issue has been, you know, Nick Bosa finally got one-on-ones past six quarters, the second half against the Vikings and all of the Bengals game couldn't get it done at all. And everybody has chosen to double-team Hargrave. We needed help. We needed help. Drake Jackson is a non-factor moving forward. Uh, that's been on the card since after week one. He had his three-sack performance. And I think he's got more pancakes than he does pressures since that point. But this just continues to give the 49ers more options. Cleveland Farrell's really good against the run. That, like, that's his role. Randy Gregory... He's going to be that 15 to 25 snap a game guy. But Chase Young, and we could look through, we're going to go through his stats that he's put together so far this year. He's been a monster. He has been incredible. You know, he had the injury. Chase Young came out rookie of the year, was awesome. He, he, he wasn't Bosa rookie of the year awesome, but he was damn good his rookie year. And, you know, went out and did great things. 42 pressures. He had, you know, again, I'm going off PFF right now, but let, let's go to the actual sack numbers. You look at what he did his rookie year. Um, seven and a half sacks. He had, you know, 10 tackles for loss, 12 quarterback hits. Great. Incredible. Rookie of the year. Defensively. This year, he's already had five sacks. If he was on the 49ers team this whole time, he would be our number one pass rusher this is huge and he got him for a third you know it's funny because when the injury happened to him you always hope everybody comes back the way that you know you want them to Bosa came back incredibly well I mean what he came back from his thing and was you know defensive player of the year and all that stuff was incredible you look at what happened because his rookie year Chase Young played 15 games you know seven and a half sacks 10 tackles for loss, 12 quarterback hits. Then he gets hurt halfway through, nine games into his sophomore year. He only had it one and a half sacks. Comes back 2022, 
and didn't get a lot of game action. It took forever. He played three games. He had no sacks. He had nothing. He had no sacks. He had one quarterback hit. He had zero tackles for loss. And so going into this year, it was like, man, if you're going to trade for Chase Young, it's going to be a day three pick because he did not come back from his injury like everybody thought he would. But then you look at him this year. He's played in seven games. Five sacks. <laughs> That's awesome. Six tackles for loss and nine quarterback hits. He is looking to eclipse his best season of the year. He's on pace for double-digit sacks. That's where he's at. And now it's the bye week. You go out. You give up a third. The 49ers are scheduled to get three third-round picks. They have their third-round pick. They get a third-round compensation pick for Mike McGlinchey. And on top of that, they get a third-round comp pick for the hiring of D'Amico Ryans. So you still got two third-round picks. The 49ers went into this with the six-most draft capital heading into the 2024 season because they have those 12 scheduled picks. Could be 11 based on the compensation formula, but whatever. Now, you traded one of those, so now you're scheduled for 10 or 11 picks next year. But let's just be real. <laughs> How have third-round picks settled for the 49ers? Not really good. Uh, outside of Fred Warner, which he was epic, epic amazing, that was a long damn time ago. Uh, Niners have struggled there big time, big time. So this is huge. And now you look at the 49ers defensive line, and I kept saying all offseason, the biggest concern on this team is depth at the defensive end position outside of Nick Bosa. And when Nick Bosa's playing all-world defensive player of the year, best player in the NFL that's not a quarterback, and like that was okay. Well, now Nick Bosa, is his plays regress. There's no doubt about that. He can't win a one-on-one -on -one to save his life in six straight quarters. Yeah, he's getting pressures, but he's not finishing. So now you get help. You go get Randy Gregory, who I think is the second best edge on this team, and he showed he could play well in you know 15 to 25 snaps a game. I would like that to go up. But uh, two weeks ago against the Vikings, you had Cleveland Farrell getting 40 snaps a game. Come on, guys. That ain't it. That ain't it. Now you bring over Chase Young. Listen to his snap count. This dude played, listen to these snap counts this week. Okay, he didn't play week one. So he's played weeks two through weeks eight. Okay, week two, 47 snaps. Week three, 54 snaps. Week four, 63 snaps. Week five, 57. Week six, 75 snaps. That's stupid. <laughs> That's way too much. Um, week seven, 61 snaps. And week eight, 80, or I'm sorry, 50 snaps. This dude has played 407 snaps. So depending the physical thing, all right, let, let, let's let's just put it into perspective, right? Because this dude is playing some snaps. There, there, there's no doubt about that. And if we just look at it in context, so he's played 407 snaps. Nick Bosa, as I pull this up, has played 414 snaps, and he's played an extra game. So he's played seven fewer snaps than Bosa and one fewer game. So any of the major concerns with health and physical and pending status, I'm sorry, I'm just not, I don't care. <laughs> this dude just came off of a game against Philadelphia, put up three pressures, three hurries, uh, didn't have a lot of tackles, one solo stop, but it's probably his worst game. If you look at the PFS scores, he is coming off of his worst game. His best game was against the Giants. Um, so this is awesome. The 49ers just got better considerably and did not pay a premium. You saw what Montez Sweat went for, the number 37 overall pick, you know, 
second, early second round pick. I don't think Montez Sweat was with the first. And you got to pay a big time. Now, is this a Chase Young rental? Is this a Chase Young long-term deal? You got some time to figure it out. Because if we're looking at just the straight unquote finances of this deal, I've got it pinned right here. I'll pull it up. Um, it's not like it's not like he costs a lot. So let me pull up his contract. Obviously, they didn't pick up his fifth year option, so that's passed. We no longer have the option that has to be picked up before the season. So he's finishing his fifth year currently. Let's go. Come on, Spotrack. I'll go to another source if they're going to take too long. I'm sure their side is freaking under fire right now. Um, and then that's okay. Uh, here we go. I'll close it. They're not working. So let's go over the cap. OTC. Um, so he got his fifth year option declined because. He was, you know, it was all injury. Fifth-year options, all about injury concerns, which he had. They were huge, Chase Young. But he's answered that. Again, 400-plus snaps. So if we look at his salary, okay, let me let me change it to trade post. His cap number this year was $10.9 million. Now, you have to prorate that out on a game basis. So eight games are over for them, so you almost have to divide that in half. We'll have to see what the the number is left on that because it shouldn't be too much on that rookie deal. Uh, let, let's go back just real quick to Twitter. Let, let's see if there's any more news coming out for us. And we're just going to keep you know going with this because I want to spend some time. Because let's be real. The 49ers, you lose three in a row to bad teams. Defense is questionable at best. It's terrible. It was terrible. And we're going to diagram all that, and we're still going to break down all the film on the 49ersrush.com, every single offense, defense, special teams play. We're breaking it all down scheme-wise, what's working, what's not. But before I get to that stuff, it's Chase Young film time, baby. Um, we're going to have player breakdowns. I'm going to go through a lot of his film. It's bye week, so I'm going to be focusing a lot of time in on Chase Young. That's going to be up on our Patreon channel, which is in the link in this description. The 49ersrush.com is going to be up on there. Um, I, I'm, I'm pumped about this. Because this is awesome. And you didn't really even have to give up that much. A third-round pick for a pass rusher who, guess what? This dude's 24 years old. 24. So if it works, do you pay him long-term? That's something you deal with in the offseason. Is this a one-year rental? Let's just play both these out. Let's say you pay him long-term. Okay, now you've got some choices. You know, Kyle Juszczyk, Brandon Ayuk. You can't pay everybody, but you can finagle some stuff. The 49ers got $41 million cap space this year. You want to front load something? You could do that. You want to push all 41 back, make your decision after this year? You're pushing for a ring? That's fine. But even if, let's just say hypothetically, 49ers, this is a one-year rental, mercenary-type player that you just brought in, that's fine because if Chase Young plays well, then leaves elsewhere, you gave up a third. If you don't keep him and he signs for what he is currently playing at, guess what? You're going to get a third-round compensation back. So all you're doing is giving up a 2024 third-rounder for a 2025 third-rounder. That's it. You're pushing a pick from 2024 to 2025 to get this edge guy while your championship window's open. I'm not saying that's what they're going to do. I'm saying that's the worst case. 
This is a low-risk deal. And since John Lynch and Shanahan have showed up, they're very aggressive, but they don't like to overpay. I think that they overpaid in that D4 deal. I think we all would say that. I think they jumped the gun with the contract, gave up that second, all that stuff. Now, D4 stayed healthy. It would have worked out great, right? There's an asterisk to that. But since then, it's been bargain bin shopping, high upside, low risk. Risking a third rounder, that's huge. And on top of that, guess what? The 49ers have a first-round pick in this upcoming draft. They have a second-round pick in this upcoming draft, and they still have two third-round picks in this upcoming draft after the Chase Young trade. So the patience in stockpiling all these picks is finally paying off. And I just, man, I'm freaking pumped. Um, Right here, dude, Chase Young will only cost 500 k per year per David Lombardi. It's a rookie deal, so it's all front-loaded. That makes sense because uh, rookie deals, they're hard to trade because you already ate all the money. And so there we go. We, we get him pennies on the dollar for a third-round pick, and we're not expecting that to be a third, like a high third-round pick. If we look at the 49ers current, this is based on tankathon.com. They do a good job. Here are our current picks. If the season ended today and we finished right where we're at, our picks would be number 23, number 56, number 87. So that's the 87th pick is my assumption. I doubt it's the 98th comp pick that we'll get for Mike McGlinchey. I doubt it's the 100th overall comp pick that we got uh, that we'll get for uh, Ron Car- Rand Carthon and D'Amico being hired. It's probably that number 87 pick, but who gives a damn, right? Who cares about the number 87 pick? You just got somebody that's going to line up opposite of Nick Bosa And this is like a, I'm a draft guy. Let's just be real. I am a draft freaking guy. And the idea, you remember when Chase Young come out, people were like, man, he's better than Bosa. And I was like, no, he's not. He's really, really good. He's not better than Bosa. He's great. He should be the number one overall pick. Not better than Bosa. And, but you could argue this. This year, he has been. He has been better than Bosa, and we're going to break more of that stuff down. So if you're the first time with us, hit that like, subscribe button. We go live every day. We're hitting episode 1,000 later this week, which I'm really, really excited about. And, man, let me know. Drop in the chat exactly how you grade this. The 49ers gave up a third-round pick for Chase Young. A, B, C, D, F, plus, minus, don't give a damn. I want to know how you feel. Bro Montana, thank you for the super chat. He says, do we get a slot outside corner or no? I hope so. I prefer an outside corner to kick Demo inside. I'm not taking Demo off the field no matter what. I think he's been really, really good. But he's playing a little above his pay grade outside. His natural position is inside. I hope we're not done. Um, but l- let's let's just focus you know, a lot on what we got right here. Yeah, right here, Seattle fan. What's up, Alex? The legend. Justin from Schefter. It's one of the comp picks we sent, so even better. Dang. And you look at what we've done with those comp picks. <laughs> you gave up Cameron Latu. That's what <laughs> – like, no offense to Cameron Latu. He taking hits, and he ain't even playing. But Jake Moody, Cameron Latu, right? Ty Davis-Price, Ambry Thomas, Danny Gray. Those are the third-round comp picks that we have spent. We've had the most in the NFL – we're getting this. We're getting this shit for free. For free. I did not think that Chase Young was even going to be on the table after the sweat deal, but it appears 
they're in full fire sale mode, which if they are, I'm calling right back about Kendall Fuller. Like, I want that dude over here now. Um, Yeah, that dude's a player. But this is even better news. Thank you, guys. Uh, <laughs> he's going to be cheap. This is absolutely incredible. I'm so pumped. Right here, Big Papa Kittle. Uh, thanks for the information. Too bad, John can't say. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, the chat is blowing up, which I absolutely love. We're getting the grades in. A-pluses all the way. What's up, Danson? A for sure. It's hard to be upset with this deal because you gave up nothing. You gave up nothing. We have batted 0% on these third-round comp picks. Zero. Zero. And you're going and getting somebody there, that is huge. If you're upset with this deal, I'm not seeing you in the chat. You must be an anti-Kyle Shanahan guy if you're just upset. Yes, I want Johnson. I really do. Uh, but this is huge. I mean, solid A's. I'm looking for a negative grade or a non-A grade. But uh, I'm just not seeing it. Devin, my brother, he says this is absolutely an A pick. A third next year to get a premium player at a premium spot. That's also a need. A plus plus. A plus plus. Oh, okay. Here we go. Eric, we found one. I give it a C. It's a good trade, but not the biggest need. They only needed to make this trade because they missed on the Drake Jackson pick. Yeah, that's fair. We missed on that. Now, maybe that would pan out differently. Drake Jackson's actually younger than Chase Young, but I mean, yeah, it's been a miss. There, there's no doubt about that at all. Now, what I want to do real quick. Let's see here. So let, let's just talk about Chase Young. And I've got a whole write-up on him I'm about to open. He's born in 1999. He's a young guy, 24 years old, 200 days in to his 24th year. Ohio State, obviously. Um, you know, went, grew up in Maryland, went to DeMartha Catholic School. He was drafted number two overall in the, uh, what's it called? In the 2022 draft. So... Let's look at real quick. I think I have it open. There we go. Yeah, I've, I've got my whole draft, everything open because I was ready. One of my favorite things to do, you know, we do all the draft work. We did over 300 players this year um, on our draft board. And one of my favorite things is not so much, you know, we, I do 300 draft grades with the team and it takes a whole bunch of people and we don't get them all, but I save all those so that eventually we get them back. The Niners had no business being anywhere close to Chase Young, so I didn't do a deep dive. He was great, but it was just like there was no way in hell the 49ers were going to get him. None. So I want to share with you guys. I'm going to read you guys. We're going to jump in the DeLorean into the archives of the 49ers Rush draft book. This was my pre-draft write-up before Chase Young ever played one snap in the NFL, okay? So hasn't been altered or changed or whatever. This is way back before the 2020 draft. Um, so 6'5", 264, 10-inch hands, 33.75 arms. Uh, here's what I wrote. Pass, rush, goat. Two-year starter. He was a pure pass rusher. Bosa, much better in the run. Chase Young was just pass rush. That, that, that was his explosive, all those things. Um, you look at his stats. I don't want to dive too much into that. But I did put he had a 27.2% pass rush win rate, number one in college football. Um, sacks, forced fumbles, he was number one, fourth in tackle for losses. So here's my actual film write-up. The game was too easy for him in college. His power and bend are uncanny. We lost that 
the year after his injury. It came back this year. It came back. I'm going to show you the film to prove it. I'm going to break all that down. His hip fluidity looks like a wide receiver stemming on a uh, on a corner. Sets the age, edge in the run game as well as any. Wish his motor was always at 100%. Seems like he gets bored sometimes. This was in college. Um, bull rush is scary even against oversized offensive tackles. Might be the best pass rusher ever to come out of college. Like, I know that's hyperbole, and I get that. But you got to think of what this guy was. That's what he was. Um, Urban Meyer and company ultimately swayed him from the Terps. Um, 39 different schools offered him. And Young said, quote, it's just a lovely place. I want to go into criminal justice, and they have a great program, end quote. That's awesome. So Fitz, culture check, boom. You know, somebody cares about stuff off the field. Niners are big in that. Um, let's see. Um, if you looked at the totals, you never guessed that Nick Bosa was lost for the season after three games. You remember whenever Nick Bosa had the herniated or the sports hernia, the, the abductor, all that stuff, dude took over. Um, Young seamlessly replaced the number two overall picks production as he led all of college football in pressures as a true sophomore. If you go watch the Rose Bowl game against Washington, Young made rumored first round pick Trey Adams look undraftable. Here was my player comp for him, and I'm bad at these, but I, I only go with what I know. Alden Smith with more power. That's what I that's what he was to me. Alden Smith with more power. Absolutely freaking off the charts, man. Oh, I'm so freaking jazzed right now. Yes. Uh, let's get to some of these super chats. Breaking 80. Thank you, man. He says, Jalen Johnson, pretty please. John, thank you for hosting this session. It's needed therapy. You know, it's funny because I wanted to treat this week as a little bit of a bye week as well. And I just wanted some hope. I wanted some hope. Losing three in a row is rough. And so, yeah, this is huge. And I want Jalen Johnson as well, big time. Uh, another trade, not us, not us. Lions just acquired wide receiver Donovan People-Jones from the Browns. All right, there's that. It doesn't really matter. Um, but, yeah, I want Jalen Johnson. I don't want to be done. I don't want to be done. Right here, Mike Frost. Chase Young will cost the Niners $561,000. Pennies on the dollar for free. For free. And, again, if you don't like this trade and if Chase Young doesn't work out, which is a possibility in the NFL, guess what? All you're doing is pushing your third-round pick to a possibly, worst case, fourth-round pick the following draft. We're not giving up much. And that is cheap, 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 which I love. Snoop Jones Productions, thank you for the super chat. If the defensive coordinator doesn't fix this, uh, yeah, players don't matter. And, and I think you got to win one-on-ones. And the, the entire 49ers defense is predicated upon the front four getting pressure. They're not doing that. Now, Bosa's is getting pressure, but he can't finish. But now he's not even getting double teams. And, you know, it's not like if you've ever been to a 49ers practice, Steve Wilkes is in charge of everything. That dude's not down there for defensive line drills. I'm not saying Steve Wilkes is the answer and he should say. That's what I'm saying at all. But the front four getting pressure isn't necessarily on Steve Wilkes. He's working with the secondary. Chris Kucerich, who I think is one of the best assistants in college football, that's his job. That's their job. We have the most money wrapped up in the defensive line of the, across the NFL. It's not getting results. Will Chase Young help that? We sure as hell better start winning some one-on-ones. That's all I got to say. But if you're worried about the corners, guess what? 
This is symmetrical football, ladies and gentlemen. You get a good pass rush, your corners are better. You get no pass rush, corners get exposed because they have to cover longer. That's just the way front seven, front four goes together. You have the best linebackers in football. Yeah, Dre Greenlaw's been playing through an injury. That sucks. Bye week's going to help there. And, yeah, if the defense doesn't answer and the defense gives you two more weeks like what you've had, yeah, you make a change. You move on. And now who do you want? You're just going to elevate from within. So it's not like you're getting addition from subtraction. I don't believe in that. But, yeah, we got to fix this. There, there's no doubt about that. The recovery. What's up, man? Good to see you. John, love the show. I think this makes the whole D-line better because who are you going to double-team? Yeah, guys will be the – you got to win. Because right now, through the last six quarters where this defense has got destroyed, they're double-teaming Hargrave. They're leaving Bosa one-on-one. They're leaving whoever is in a defense one-on-one. And sometimes they're double-teaming Armstead. Double team rates the past six quarters because that blueprint's out there on how to beat them. Double team Hargrave, sometimes double team the other defensive tackle one on one in the edges. You're going to leave Bosa and Chase Young one on one now. One of those guys getting there. Bosa's getting pressure. He just can't finish. He's bull rushing only. I don't know what the hell that is. That's never been his thing. Um, but th this is awesome, man. I, I am so pumped. Uh, yeah, right here, Roberto. Thank you, man. He says, push all the chips in. Get Jalen Johnson. Yes. 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 Um, I'm with you, man. It's This is awesome. This is so freaking good. Everything right now is wonderful. <laughs> you just look at what you are getting and the excitement that this got to bring. It's a breath of fresh air. The 49ers have struggled. No doubt about that. No doubt about it. Nobody's saying that the 49ers are just fine with where they are. But now you've got to go out there, and you've got to finish some things. And here's the thing. What has been the biggest Achilles heel to 49ers? The defense, anyway. My personal opinion is getting off the field on third and longs. Back-to-back -back week against the Vikings. Got them backed up against their own end zone. Third and long, they convert with ease. Same thing this week. Got the Bengals backed up on their, you know, against their own end zone. Third and long. And freaking two missed sacks and an amazing play. L shoot, listen to Fred Warner talk about it. Yeah, I mean, we gotta be we gotta be better on third and long. Like that's gotta be an automatic off the field. You know, when we get them backed up in a third and long situation, I think back to back weeks we had one last week where it was about a third and twelve, and we gave up a check down for a first down in the, in the beginning of the game. Same thing this game, but at the end of the day, like that's not back breaking. Like I think we gotta we gotta be better at bouncing back. You know, off of adversity, like. Who cares if they get a first down, you know, backed up in that situation early in the game? Like, but how are we going to respond? You know, like, it is what it is. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. 
Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. And so this helps with that. This helps with that, which is awesome. Absolutely awesome. I'm so excited just about the possibilities that the 49ers have now. Because you're going to get to go out there and you actually have depth. You actually have depth. You went from Nick Bosa, Cleland Farrell, and Drake Jackson. Jake Jackson is no longer a part of the equation. Drake Jackson is now special teamer, probably going to be a healthy scratch. And you shouldn't cut him because you could use the depth and athleticism. He's got to figure some things out. He's got to. So... Nick Bosa, Cleveland Farrell, Drake Jackson. That's what you were. Now, Nick Bosa, Chase Young, and you got Randy Gregory, and now your four is Cleveland Farrell. That's a pass, you know, I'm sorry, a run game specialist defensive end. They go big. That's your guy you go in there. So you just upgraded the number two, three, and four because your number four now, Cleveland Farrell, was your number two and a starter. And he definitely is still going to be a part of this rotation. And the bye week helps a lot. But, you know, if I'm doing snap rates, right, I want Bosa getting the most snaps. I want Chase Young getting the second most. I want Randy Gregory getting the third. And then I want Cleveland Farrell. And if you want to sprinkle in, you know, Drake Jackson for some plays, there's no reason. Drake Jackson got 15 snaps last week. Um, He should never get that again as long as these guys are healthy. Like 10 snaps should be his ceiling until he proves something. Um, <laughs> right here. Does Kidlaw give up 99? I doubt it. I, I, I don't know. We'll see. That's always between the players. There's no, you know, teams don't force anything. And so like, they, yeah, we got to see what that looks like. That that's not on us. Um, yeah, right here. How scared is Baker Mayfield going to be when they come to town? That's a good question. Uh, <laughs> cause he's, He's not liked very well whenever you talk about just kind of everything that Ohio State and all that stuff went down. But, hey, man, whatever hate, whatever fodder we could bring to that game, it is welcomed. It is welcomed. And so I got no issues with that whatsoever. So, yeah, go bring all the hate you want, baby. <laughs> and the Niners' defensive line, here's the things I love most. You don't change the formula for how your team's going to win. Has it worked yet this year? It has not. But we are a defensive line first team. The defensive line has not responded in the correct way yet. So I don't care. We're D-line first. The scheme is fine. The play calls, the timing, the blitzes, the that's cool. I don't care. That's fixable. You don't have a great defensive line. Nothing works backwards. It starts up front. So you double down. You triple down. You quadruple down. Do whatever you got to do to make this front line be all that you want it to be. Disruptive. Problematic. Turnover forcing. Get off the field on third down. All those things. Oh, here we go. Roberto says, Tim Kawakami says Niners are close to another trade. We currently have 35 minutes. Left till the trade deadline. And I'm about to do, we ain't going nowhere. 
We ain't going nowhere. Now, if I'm excited because we got the bye week, which is perfect timing. We need the rest. We need the energy, all those things. But the very first time we're going to get to see this defense right after the break, it's going to be against the Jags. Jags are a good damn team. And down in Jacksonville is going to be a blast. And if you're going to that game, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. We are going to be partying with the legend himself, Frank Gore. That's right. He's coming out to party with us Saturday, November 11th. We're going to be downtown Jacksonville at the Underbelly. And all you got to do is go get tickets. They're as cheap as they're going to be right now. 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Come, you can just come and party just to hang out. But if you want to meet him, uh, we're selling those right now for $49 a piece. Uh, you get a picture, an autograph, however you want to do that. That's available. Um the day of the game, we are right across the street, man. I'm so pumped. Our tailgate spot is the number one premium spot to tailgate in Jacksonville. Literally across the street from the stadium. Not even a full block. Um, we're going to be at the tailgate bar and grill, uh, which holds about 300. We're expected to sell out unlimited drinks, food, all that stuff. We've got the outside space and the indoor space. going to be incredible. 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Um, as always, any single party we throw, family-friendly. Kids get in for free. That's just the way we will always do, thing, do things. Now, if you've never been with us, oh, man, our parties are legit. Going to 49ers games is awesome. But what's even better than that is going to 49ers games with the faithful, joining the community, and we got you covered. The 49ers Rush Road Trip is going into its fourth year of bringing the faithful together, night before parties, tailgates the day of. We got you covered. Go get your tickets at 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. All right, now, um, yeah, we're getting more and more comp uh, confirmation. The third-round pick is the compensatory selection, um, which will be right around 100. The 49ers have two of those. The player, it, it's not even the front compensatory selection because the way that the draft works when they issue out all those comp picks, player comp picks are first, then personnel head coaches, D'Amico Ryan and Rand Carthon, those are last. So this is going to be around pick 100 to 102. That is awesome. So it's a back, back, back. So this is the Cameron Latu pick that we used last year. Now, I understand it has nothing to do with Cameron Latu, but the type of player that is around there. Uh, yeah, Marco, thank you guys. I, I freaking love this. I, I absolutely love this. And... Yeah, oh, Uncle Salty, man. I, I tried to come see you, man. I tried to get to you guys uh, in the gold mine section. It's like a fortress over there. I just wanted to say what's up. Sorry about that this past week. But, yeah, if you're coming up to Seattle, which I think is the most important game of the season, I really, really do. Um, you got to win your division. Right now, Seattle's in first place. They got better this deadline, too. They traded for Dexter Lawrence, who's an absolute beast. Already played him once. Now we got to play him twice more. Those games, those three-week span when you go Seattle, Philly, Seattle, that's going to determine the NFL, the NFC. That's going to determine the NFC West. Yeah, we're going to be throwing parties up there. Can't wait. We're doing a traditional Thanksgiving dinner tailgate. Turkey stuffing, all that fun stuff. That is going to be an epic, epic party. You can buy your tickets now. They're as cheap as they're going to be um, up at 49ersRushRoadTrip.com and Uncle Salty. I'm bringing the whole family. I'm excited. Um, uh, pretty pumped about that. Big Papa, man. Missed you this past week, but love you, brother. Can't wait to hang out soon. He says, I'll see you in Seattle. That's what's up. 
Um, all right, let's get to some of these comments and questions. Donald says, what would you put as odds the 49ers will have another trade before the day? I'm going to say coin flip. I'm going to say coin flip. Um, yeah, that That's what I would say. Uh, but, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of have to see what that looks like. But, uh, yeah, I, I'd say coin flip. Now, I, I saw somebody ask. Let me share just right here the link. That way uh, we can make it very, very simple. Somebody asked, like, where's the link for the tickets at? So we have to do it separate. That's not based on us. That's just based on, you know, working with agents and all that fun stuff and Frank Gord, whatever else. So it, you have to, we have to have a door price. We have to have an autograph price. We have to have those separate. I just posted that in the chat. Um, I'll try to add it. But if you just type in Frank Gore, if you go to 49ersRushRoadTrip.com, click on the link, then it pulls up. There's a $20 general admission fee. We That's just part of having the rent out the facility. And then there's the, the separate $49 to get the autograph and picture with Frank Gore. Um, that that's and he'll sign, you know, pretty much whatever. So he he's the absolute best. We've worked with him in the past. Yeah, Frank Gore is the best. Uh, that that's all there is to it. So uh, there we go. I, I just posted the link in the chat, so you should be able to see that. Um, I'll add it into the description of the video after this. I can't do it right now while it's live, but once I'm finished with this live, that should be there. Uh, we should be good. Yeah. <laughs> um, what if the? Yeah, I like this. What if the se reported second trade is for Mike Evans? I doubt that. I wouldn't be upset with it. Uh, dude is an absolute baller. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. I think it'd be on the quarter side. And, you know, Jalen Johnson, here's the thing that's weird to me. One, Bears are just weird. They're buying and selling at the same time. Jalen Johnson, cornerback's incredible. Young, last year of his rookie deal, just like Chase Young. But the difference is there's two teams going for him, the Bills and the 49ers. I, I have a hard time. I think he's going somewhere. You, you don't put those rumors out there and you, you know, he's requested a trade. You don't do all those things and then just not move him. Now they could franchise him, which I think that's a possibility after this year, but he's publicly requested a trade. I just don't know what the hell they're doing. They're trading second for Montez Sweat, which isn't a bad trade, but they didn't even include the deal in it. I don't know. It's just weird. It's just weird because they're buying and selling. Uh, yeah, it's 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 weird. Uh, JP, not cool. We have to play the Jags coming off a of bye week. Um, are they on a bye week as well? I think that they are. Uh, let, let me just check real quick. I have that information here. But the 49ers, the worst thing of our schedule, I don't want to dive too deep into this, is, yeah, we, we have a negative rest day advantage like the entire freaking time. And... No help. Yeah, they're coming off a of bye week too. So, and we have to travel. So, the one time we're supposed to have an advantage off the bye week, we do not. But I will say this we do get an advantage in the Philly game. So, the most important one because we're playing the Thursday and then we get that 11 day rest. But that's about it. That's that's like it. Outside of that, Niners get screwed on rest and you got to travel so much. It, it's what it, it's just not good. It's not very good the way that everything is set up so um yeah so they're coming off a of bye week too I, I i don't like it either <laughs> uh rob d i ain't put that up there i appreciate you man um and cliff you know i i think he says when when will we ever do something to solidify the back end it's not the blueprint it's not the blueprint the, 
everything that Kyle Shanahan believes in, and I think John Lynch does as well, but Kyle Shanahan is the architect of this entire team. Uh, he's the number one guy. He picked the GM. He's not going anywhere. Pressure stops everything. And if you can get pressure with four, then you can always drop seven. When you have to blitz, now your zones, which were zone defense, opens up huge, and it's vulnerable. When you have to bring five or more, you jeopardize the back-end integrity. That's just football. The 49ers have been, not this year, but before that, the 49ers have been the best team in the NFL at just getting pressure with four, not this year. And I understand Steve Wilkes has turned it into the scapegoat of all this, but I hate to tell you this. Players are everything. Players are everything. And the players have not met their standard and their goal. I'm going back to the defensive captain, who I think he's the captain of the whole team. Listen to what freaking Fred Warner says. Don't listen to me. Listen to Warner. Yeah, that's that's at least my worries, honestly. I think players win games, not coaches. I think uh, I think he's done a great job. I think right now the, the issue is, I mean, there's, there's going to be ebbs and flows in the season, especially with a new defense coordinator. I think the offensive side is, has gone through that as well when we lost McDaniel. You know, like even though Kyle is a play caller, like when you lose a coach, there's going to be adjustments being made throughout the season. Um, so we got to continue to work on that. But at the end of the day, players are going to be the reason why, that we win games. we got to execute at a higher level uh, player-wise. And, and so I think that's huge. And I understand it's so easy for right now everybody just to point at, you know, Wilkes and say, oh, Wilkes, 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 Wilkes. But, like, let, let's be real, realistic. The 49ers have the best record, the best record in the past four seasons at this standard. Now, our defense has not been great, hasn't been great, but we're still top five. Guess what? Our offense, also fifth. We're fifth in points scored. We're fifth in points allowed. Both top five, but I just don't understand why all the blame goes one way. I just don't understand that. And I'm not saying I'm not defending Wilkes. And I think it comes across that whenever I, you know, read all the emails and all the stuff. Like that, that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to defend Wilkes. I'm trying to say there is a lot of blame to go around. And for some reason, I think it's easy for everybody to look at Wilkes and be like, oh, it's him. But if you look at how many times Bosa had one-on-ones and won zero of those reps the past six quarters, that's where it starts with me. And, yeah, there are some issues with corners. There is no doubt about it. Do I think – another thing, uh, you know, I put out there during the game that I thought Isaiah Oliver was, like, one of the defensive MVPs because he was the only one making plays. But whatever I say nice things about Oliver and bad things about Bosa, here's why. Let me provide context. I don't see Isaiah Oliver as a starting caliber NFL player in the, in the NFL. I don't. He's very good against the run game. He wraps up extremely well. Can't cover for beans. Like, he's not a good coverage guy. Which, to be a nickel corner, all right. So, like, yeah, there were positive plays. Like, Isaiah Oliver actually made positive plays for the defense. Actually did. Did he also get burned for two touchdowns? Yeah. Was he terrible in coverage? Yes. But he also made plays. Nick Bosa, I see as a top five player in the NFL, quarterbacks included. And so whenever you have somebody that's making quarterback money, I'm not upset he's making quarterback money. I want everybody to get paid. 
But whenever you're allocating that much of the salary cap to a player that cannot win a one-on-one for six straight quarters, that's where the frustration comes from. So you could look at it and say, oh, why are you upset at Nick Bosa and not Isaiah Oliver? Isaiah Oliver is nobody. And I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be mean, but like, let's just be real. Isaiah Oliver is not getting any postseason awards. That dude's not getting record-breaking contracts. He almost got cut at the freaking initial 53-man roster. And, and so I, I think I think that's huge right here. Uh, Jayla Johnson is stayed in Chicago uh, per Rappaport. So and the Packers just traded Razul Douglas to the Bills. So it seems like the Bills got their corner. And there we go. Uh, Rappaport, the Bears have gotten uh, given Jalen Johnson permission to seek a trade. But after a day of exploration, Jalen Johnson is expected to stay in Chicago, sources say. So the Bills have moved off of him. Do the Niners look elsewhere and try to grab somebody else? I did not want Razul Douglas here. Uh, he's he's a turnover machine, but I, I don't think he really fits what we want to do. Uh, I remember him out of West Virginia. He was with the Eagles for a while. Yeah, this is interesting. So, you know, if, it seems like they wanted a certain price and the Niners and Bills wouldn't budge. So uh, there, there we go. Um We'll just kind of see how that is. Razul Douglas to the Bills. So that's the that's the new news that's out there. And we'll see. Um, ah, man. That that sucks. Thank you, Alex. Really appreciate that, brother. And so we, we got to see what that looks like. We still got about 20 minutes to figure this thing out. So let, let's cover some more Chase Young. Let's do a deep dive into what he's done well. Now, if we look at just where he's been and he's not used like Bosa. He is much more of a pass rush guy of his 407 snaps this year. 247 were pass rush 155 run defense. So like we always struggle with the term starter, right? Oh, he's a starter. He's a starter. He's a starter. Like, you don't have to have Chase Young out there on the very first play offensively. You can, and a lot of times you do, but he hasn't started all of his games because if a team comes out in a run-heavy package personnel, 12 or 22 personnel or 21 personnel, you're probably rotating him out, and you're going to put in Cleveland Farrell because he's more of a pass rusher. The thing that separates Bosa from so many players is that he's as good against the run as he is the pass, maybe even better against the run. Now, I'm not saying he's bad against the run, but listen to these numbers. His pro football focus run defense grade for Chase Young this year, 58.1. His pass rush grade, 79.7. He's much more of your traditional pass rush defensive end than he is your complete three down whatever. He can play the run. I'm not, I'm not saying that's, you know, he gets the tackle for losses, but that's not his strength. His strength is pass rush, pass rush. Tackling grade's a little suspect. It's up or down. He's got a 50 overall tackling grade. Three missed tackles on the year. Um, you, you look at his total tackles, not that high this year, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, really, really low um, all in all, which is a little weird. But you can't deny the blue chip prospect nature that he brings. You now have back-to-back number two overall picks, <laughs> which is crazy. Uh, we did have back-to-back -back number three overall picks in Sam Darnold and Trey Lance. 
And so you kind of do what you got to do. But, you know, you look at the tackles and kind of all the things that he's done this year. They're low. He's got 15 tackles this year. 12 solo, 3 assisted, but the 6 tackle for losses. The 9 quarterback hits. 5 sacks. That's going to be fun. Um, I, I like this question. Somebody asking how he stunts. Um, how is this? St- I think the newts try to try to piss me off because I always say we stunt too much. Um, but yeah, he's so athletic and bendy. He can do anything. Uh, there's so not, that's not a concern. And a lot of times you stunt because you're not getting four pressure, pressure with four. So you try to manipulate and create some, whatever it's a pick play. It's basically the pick and roll of the offense of the defense, uh, basketball terms, right? That's what it is. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see there. We'll see there. We got about 20 minutes and counting. Yeah, we're going to stick with it. But, golly, man, how awesome is this? The Niners got better today, and you gave up nothing. I cannot believe they let that dude walk for a third. I just don't understand that. But, hey, man, new ownership. Trying to rebuild everything. And, you know, Josh Norris, I, I saw this was tweeted out earlier. Adam Schefter, players traded away from Josh Harris, not Josh Norris, the new owner of the Commanders, because he traded away James Harden, P.J. Tucker, uh, Petruzev, Chase Young, and Montez Sweat. The teams that he owns, he he's selling. He's selling. And so that that's what's up. Yeah, don't spam it. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll bounce you guys. We want you here, and we want you. Okay, that's too much. Sorry about that. Yeah, we're gonna put you in timeout. Um, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, that's my apologies. My my moderator's not here. He's working, and so we're working solo today. But that's okay. That's okay. Um, I I want to get a corner. I'm not quite sure. You know, one thing that hasn't been talked about a lot with the bye week is you are going to get some other reinforcements. Darrell Luter Jr., who you spent your fifth-round pick on, and guess what? Your other fifth-round pick, Robert Bill Jr., one was on the pup list, one was on, um, what's it called? IR, short-term IR. You can return those guys back now. So if the Niners don't get a corner to shift things over, I fully expect Daryl Luter Jr. to be activate his 21-day practice window and to let the Rook have two weeks in this bye week to see where he can fit in. And he's a big outside corner. That way, you know, would he push for starting snaps? Probably not. But he could be that number three guy. He could step in over Ambry Thomas. I don't think anybody wants Ambry Thomas out there. Um, Sammy Womack coming back from injury. You know, that's another one. And so you're building depth on depth on depth. Sammy Womack can come back. That, that's true as well. And I wish he would just for special teams alone. He's so damn good. And so, yeah, the Bears have come out and said they are not trading Jalen Johnson. I think they wanted a monster deal. This is who the 49ers and John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan have been. They're not overpaying. That's not what they're going to do. And I'm thankful for that. You know how long I've waited for a first or second round pick? It's been too long. It's been 80 years, man. It's been forever. And so if we make it out of this trade deadline without giving up top picks, I understand the priority is Super Bowl and improving this team, and I get that. But you don't want to trade this pick and pay for somebody. So I think once we got Chase Young, you're going to keep the door open to paying him long term. You trade for Chase Young and Jalen Johnson, no way in hell you're paying both those guys. Maybe not even one. Do you want to give up a second plus 
for a one-year rental. I don't mind giving up a late three pick 100 for a one-year rental. I don't want to give up a second-round pick. I don't like that. And so the the Bears were open to trade Jalen Johnson. He openly requested. He's from Fresno, which would have been a perfect damn fit. But the Niners are basically saying, look, this is what we're going to pay. We're not overpaying. We're not desperate. If that's what you want, cool. Figure it out. We've got options. We've got Samuel Womack. We've got Darrell Luter Jr. We have guys that are available. We're not going to overpay just because somebody else is desperate. We're not desperate. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. I have no clue what that Bears team is doing. It makes zero sense, man. Zero. Um, yeah, right here. Niner STU. He says, when Chase Young played against the Niners his rookie year, that game alone won him defensive rookie of the year. That was that terrible, what's it called? The weather game, I think it was. And and yeah, right. You know, I've been saying forever, I'm with you here, Big Pop. He says, we need our picks to pick up some offensive line help. You know, the early consensus is that first-round pick next year should be an offensive tackle. Colton McKivitz has been decent. He's been better than Mike McGlinchey. And we're paying him, I think he's like the 40th paid offensive tackle in the NFL. Like, we're saving money there to spend it on defense. But, yeah, I want those picks to go for something. And if we make it out of this day, <laughs> we're about 15 minutes out. Then guess what? We're throwing a draft party in Detroit, baby. That's where the draft's going to be this upcoming year. We're going to be there. We're going to go all out. We're going to get players there. We're going to rent out a huge venue. We're going to throw a Niners-only party. We're going to have a blast. We're going to party. We haven't been able to do that in a long time. A long time. Um, but going to the draft's one of my favorite things ever. We didn't do it last year because we had no damn picks. And so I like the balance. I like the balance. You traded a late third. Chase Young, baby. Woo! Niners got better. Oh, man, I freaking love it. This team got better. Better. Considerably better. It's not even close, man. Um, Yeah, Packers. Uh, So that trade, the Bills uh, gave up a third-round pick. And Razul Douglas and a fifth back to the Bears. Or back to the Bills. Sorry about that. Um, So, yeah, we're good there. So, So we don't have a lot left. But, man, I, I really, really would like to do one more. I want one more. Um, and, Bobo, I think this is an awesome comment right here. I guess Kyle and Wilkes are confident with Charvis. Yeah, Charvis Ward ain't the issue. I, I, yeah, he's not the issue. That dude's played incredibly well. Yeah, was there some holding that you want to get rid of and whatever else? But, like, people don't understand. We put our corners in the most vulnerable positions. We give no safety help. They get no deep help whatsoever. We don't run a lot of cover two. We run cover three and quarters, which means you got the entire damn sideline, all of it. And whenever you're not getting pressure, that's rough. I've Charvarius Ward's awesome. I hope we sign him to a multi-year deal and we keep him around longer than what his current deal is. That dude is incredible. Demo, He's played well. He's so damn good against the run, but yeah, we got to step it up. Isaiah Oliver is the issue whenever you're talking about coverage. Safety is the issue, um, which Hufunga's been incredible. He's been a little late. He's been a little late. There's no doubt about that. Um, but yeah, I'm not concerned about Charvarius Ward. That's not it. The issue is it's the nickel position. I, I think that's 
I, I think that's right. Ooh, Raj, look at this. He says Niners draft late April, maybe a Red Wings hockey playoff game. Raj, my man, I'm down for that, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Bobo says, how can Drake Jackson go from three sacks in one game to crickets? I don't know, man. It makes no sense. His film, he he's getting more pancakes than pressures. Uh, he's getting knocked out. He got knocked down on the ground on field goal. Like, field goal block. Like, I don't even understand. Like, not tripped up. He got knocked down. His balance issues, that's, that's you know, whenever you're grading film on defensive ends and all those things, you're constantly counting. Like, I keep a separate tab just, like, as I'm going through a whole game film, how many times offensive line or defensive line are on the ground. And if that number gets past, you know, three or four a game and it's consistent, you you drop them big. You can't play football on the ground. Um, you just cannot. Uh, should we have paid Ward? Yeah. Oh, Jimmy Ward. Jimmy Ward got beyond top flight money. That dude got $10 million. It's like 9.7. And he wanted to play safety. So he's playing safety. He's not playing nickel. So no, no, no. He like, he made it clear and he's made it continuously clear. He does not want to play nickel. He wants to play safety. We didn't have that spot available. And so is Jimmy Ward better than Tayshawn Gibson? We showed last year that it was about the same. And we got Gibson for one fifth of the cost as what he would have cost. So we would have had to pay five times as much, and he didn't want to play. Jimmy Ward's one of my favorite all-time Niners, but it's kind of like Robbie Gold. He did not want to be here anymore because he couldn't play safety. So should we have paid him? Maybe. But should he have played nickel? If he would have played nickel, then fine. Pay him the $10 million he got. He did not want to. So that's why I'm like, ah, yeah, that, that's why I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm going to stay out of that one. But he's happy. He's with D'Amico. He's with his guy. He's playing his position. He got paid top money. That's a win-win-win, and I'm happy for Jimmy because he deserves whatever the hell he wants. He did not want to be here and play this spot. And I would prefer $2 million Tayshawn Gibson over $10 million Jimmy Ward. That's just me personally. Uh, I might be in the minority there. Uh, oh, what's up, DJ Supa? We got the legend of the house. Appreciate you guys. Um, you know, in the past, usually there's been a few times where John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan start a press conference right now before the thing is even passed to kind of break things down. Um, but not, not hearing anything right now. I'm sure they're still working the phones, but I, I gotta have the opinion. I'm just going to be honest. Seems like probably not going to be making, you know, another big move, but we're, we're not going anywhere. We're going to be right here and we're going to continue doing things. And look, this season has been rough. You go five and oh, then you go oh and three. And we've had our ups and downs, but man, we're just going to keep slinging it over here. That's what we do. And yeah, we had a bad bet week. We did, but it doesn't mean we're going to stop. When your money's on the line, choose a trusted sports book that gives you tools to win like my bookie. And my bookie doesn't matter if your team's up or down. You can easily cash out or bet the game live to come out on the winning side. Use my bookie for daily odds boost, same game parlays. I like teasers. And take advantage of the huge prize pool contest. Plus, my bookie currently has a no strings attached cash bonus that lets you deposit, withdraw, 
quick. Carries a one-time rollover. Can't find that anywhere else. Just use promo code 49ers, 49ERS, or scan the QR code on this video right next to my face here to claim your own cash deposit bonus now. That's promo code 49ers. So try my money uh, money bag. Uh, you basically roll the dice, and it picks a team and gives you extraordinary extraordinary odds on who's going to win the Super Bowl. Um, lots of fun options there, so bet anything, anytime, anywhere, and I do mean anywhere, wherever you are, you can bet with my bookie. Just make sure you use the promo code 49ERS, and let's go. Let's make some money together. So I, I'm pretty pumped about where the Niners are. I was excited about where the Niners were just with the bye week. I feel like the Niners roster is fine. Yeah, Debo, you know, hopefully he comes back after the bye week. Trent Williams, hopefully he is. Drake Greenlaw gets the rest he is. But you're just adding a little extra hope and spark. You go from that Niners meeting room and you get to see Chase Young, who is just a physical specimen. Like he just, you see him and it's just like, damn. That dude's huge. He has a better talented build. He's more talented than Nick Bosa is. Bosa isn't what, talent isn't what makes Bosa Bosa. What's always made Bosa who he is is his work ethic and he's a technician. He doesn't have the bend. He doesn't have the explosiveness. He doesn't have the speed. He doesn't have all those things. Like Now, he's no, like, he's not, a, he's not, <laughs> let's be real. Like, he, he's he's a world-class athlete. But Chase Young is a much higher whatever you want it like here. I'll I'll pull it up and I'll show like I think this will if I'm gonna go to mock draftable, I'm gonna pull both these players up because I think this is huge. And I, I should be able to show you the difference in these two athletes. Now, that doesn't always translate to superiority or whatever else, but whenever you look at these two players, oh man, Chase Young didn't do everything at the damn Man, now I'm mad. Chase Young didn't do everything at the Combine, so it's not all registered. He didn't do anything. He was, he was a lock to get picked, so I'm a little upset about that. But, man, that's frustrating. Ah, I hate that. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. But, like, he has longer arms. He's got bigger hands. Uh, like, he's got all those. Like, he has the athletic talent that perhaps Bosa lacks a little bit. If we can get Bosa back to the technician stuff, which chips and double teams will take away a lot of that because Bosa wins in tight quarters. That's just what has separated him because you could be in a perfect position against Nick Bosa and still lose because of his hands and his hips and his technician. Like, that's what makes Bosa so special. Chase Young different. Burst and bend. Burst and bend. That's what he brings to the table. The injury took that away for a year plus. It's back. It's back. And, you know, I, I really do think the blitzing has been a concern. But listen to Coach Shanahan. Whenever he was asked about blitzing, and this is going to help you blitz less. Niners don't even blitz that much. They really don't. But now you get this guy. Listen to Kyle talk about blitzing. This is before the trade. You know, it's going to be a little bit different each week. Um, I, I think it looks like we did less today. And, um we're gonna whether we blitz or whether we don't blitz, and what do we do throughout the game? You gotta be sound football. You gotta make the plays. You gotta can't give that much space, and you gotta get to that quarterback. When you don't get to that quarterback, you, know, you gotta make tackles, and we didn't do any of that stuff today. So it's not just because of a call here and there or style. It's it was a little bit of everything. You don't get to the quarterback, you're in trouble. That's the way this entire defense is built. 
Now, come on, man. Randy Gregory was a huge addition for a dirt cheap. You just got Chase Young on pennies on the dollar. Mmm. Mmm. Ugh. I like it, man. I, I really, really do. I really, really do. Right here, Bobby T says, John always likes making the last move of the day. Remember when they announced D Ford right after the OBJ trade? Yeah, they do. It, Seattle goes and makes their deal, all that stuff. They're not going to overpay. They're going to force teams to take our deal or walk. That's what happened with Jalen Johnson. We're not overpaying. Here's our deal. You want it? Cool. If not, we're fine. Don't lose the negotiation, right? There's two trades of thoughts. Do whatever you can. Go get this. But as soon as you made this deal, the Niners get to kind of sit back and be in a position of power. Because we already upgraded our defense. We upgraded our biggest weakness. I have been on record. Biggest weakness was lack of defensive end depth. Not anymore. Not anymore. Your number two, Cleveland Farrells. Now your number four. Your number three, Drake Jacksons. Now maybe a healthy scratch. Special teams only. God, this is huge, man. Man, I freaking love this. Ed says he replaces Ford in the aspect that is exactly what we need Bosa's help. Uh, you don't expect a lot of sacks from the inside, well, especially whatever the true double-team threat now is Javon Hargrave up the middle. That's what teams are prioritizing whenever it comes to pass rush. They're stopping him first. They're they're The allocation have shifted from Bosa to Hargrave. Now, pick your poison. Pick your poison. And, you know, do I think Chase Young's going to finish the year with double-digit sacks? I do. I do. Like, it, what's more likely? Like, if you have to pick who's going to have the most sacks moving forward, Chase Young's my bet. I'm going Chase Young, Nick Bosa, Hargrave. That's my three. Armstead, who had two sacks uh, this past game, he would be number four. That's pretty damn good. The depth is there as well. You know, Ken Laws played decent, not great, not bad, inconsistent. That's kind of what he is. Kevin Givens can give you a splash. He's a slasher. You have options. And Randy Gregory just is the changeup now. Randy Gregory is right where he should be. Gosh, man, it, this is, this is going to be exciting. So what you are used to is not what it's going to be any further moving forward. What you saw with the defense... It's change-up time. It is. And if they don't, heads are going to roll. Heads are going to roll. And yeah, Steve Wilkes will be the first guy. Am I saying that he should be? I am not. I am not saying that. But he would be the first to go. Um, Let's see here. The Patriots listened, but are hanging on to young contract year guys, Josh Uche, Kyle Duggar, Mike Unwenu. Yeah, we're not, nothing's happening there. And never got any calls on Mac Jones or Zeke Elliott. They came from Z Albert Breer. So it seems like some teams are hanging up the phones and moving forward. And, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, We're kind of up against it now. So we got about four minutes left. Something could, We're not going anywhere. We're going to wait. But uh, it, my assumption is it does seem like we are kind of done there. Niner Zeno, thank you. He says, do we still have a shot at the one seed? Yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah, you're two games out, but you lost two AFC games, and you lost one non-divisional game, right? So, you know, I rank the schedule every year with 
most important games for the 49ers always starts with your conference. Definitely got to throw that Eagles game in there. We're undefeated in our division. We play the Seahawks, who are a half a game ahead of us currently twice. We beat them three in a row. We beat them three in a row. We play them twice. So you win those two games, you're good. You win the Eagles game. Eagles schedule is the hardest in the NFL by a mile. So, yes, one seed is 100% on the table. Now, your margin of victory of getting that is lower and lower and lower. But we just got to wait and see. Uh, you got to handle your business. And you look down the road too much. <laughs> What's the Ferris Bueller? You don't stop and look around once in a while. That's going to pass you by. Like The world's going to pass you by. You can't do that. Um, okay, here we go. Uh, I'm not seeing anything. The Jets just signed two time uh, Roger Saffold to their practice squad. That's not even a trade. Don't care about that. Um, yeah, it, right here. Ed, also, John, this makes the, our rotation squad dynamite. This is good. Makes everybody better. And what happens is you elevate people to the place. So, we had players that were playing above their pay grade, right? Cleveland Farrell is a decent player in the NFL, and he belongs in the NFL. Drake Jackson, we don't know about. But whenever you have Cleveland Farrell getting 40 snaps a game, that's a problem. That's not what you want. That's He's a 20-snap-a-game guy. So now he gets relegated, for lack of a better term, but it's better for him because now he gets to play where he should be. He's not a 40-snap. He's not a pass rusher, dude. Yeah, he can rush the pass for sometimes, but that's not his... You're allowing these players to now do their specialties. And that helps so much. Instead of having guys play up out of their traditional position of strength for this team, now you're helping. Now, we haven't done that with the secondary, and it doesn't seem like we're going to because the best situation would be, man, you bump Demo inside, now he's playing exactly where he's supposed to be. I wish they put Samuel Womack outside and do that. That's what I would try personally. Um, not saying Isaiah Oliver has completely lost his job, but I think that would help in coverage. If you're worried about coverage, put out Samuel Womack outside, put Demo inside. And so, and go back to what you did week one where you rotated him down. You remember that? And we did it with Ambry Thomas. Don't put Ambry Thomas on the damn field, please. Um, but Womack has to come back, prove he's got time to do that now. And so then you can kind of figure that out. That's what I want to do. And, yeah, Isaiah Oliver's great in the run, wraps up as well as anybody, but that coverage is suspect. Um, and, Richard, I disagree with you here. He says, D-line was not the problem. It was. You got no pressure. Everybody complained about blitzing. We quit blitzing. No pressure. None. And so I, I think D-line was the issue, personally. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> right here, Rob says, Randy Gregory is cursed. We lost every game since that trade. Denver has won. Uh, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> and he might be cursed. I, I'm not, a, but he's played well. He's he's made us better. There's no doubt about that. Um, and yeah, Aaron, he says, did you see the PFF man versus zone grace? We're not a man team. We're not a man team. We're not a man team. That's not who we are. That's not what we draft. That, that's not our scheme. We're the most zone heavy defensive scheme out there. Yeah, it's bad. And when you blitz, those zones get vulnerable. And when you blitz a man, it gets even worse. So, yeah, I'm with you right there. Um, and so it's stick to who you are. 
The NFL trade deadline has hit. No more trades per Ian Rappaport. So, all that to say, we are good. The Niners have made a trade, kept all of the draft capital, and then some, man. We still have our first-round pick, our second-round pick, two third-round picks, baby, and Chase Young. Woo! I don't know where you are. But I am freaking pumped. The Niners got better, and they needed a freaking shot of juice, and they got younger. You see that? They got younger today. Anybody? Come on, man. I should have led with that. The 49ers got younger today, which is awesome. I am so excited. Pumped, baby. I got to go to the gym, and then we're throwing a Halloween party, and all I want to do is break down Chase Young film. Man, but I'll say this. All the Chase Young film breakdowns you want this weekend. I'm going to get to every single offense, defense, special teams play of the past game. That's our thing. We've never missed one one play in four in three years now. So we're going to do that. But it's going to be Chase Young breakdown city. So if you want to watch all 22 film breakdowns of Chase Young, um, go to the 49ersrush.com. Sign up over there. That's where I'm going to post them. And our Patreon channel, which is all in the link in this description. You just type in 49ers and Patreon. It's the first one to get that up i've got to throw this party of it's the one thing my wife asked for and so basically what we're going to do is our tailgate situation but in the yard in our lawn we got like we're gonna put tvs up and have scary movies and adult beverages and stuff and parties for the kids and tricks for the kids and stuff but uh anyway all those breakdowns tomorrow i'm going to be up by 4 30 in the morning to break those down niners got younger niners got better God, I'm pumped, man. Yeah, I would have liked more, but hey, we take what we get and be very happy. The Niners won today tremendously. Even if this trade doesn't work out, you gave up scraps. Scraps. Ah, I love it. And this is what we needed because it was rough. (laughs) Three straight losses. But guess what? We got it. And I'm so pumped, man. You guys are awesome. Um, And until next time, stay strong, faithful. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.